Welcome to Mindset Talks Podcast, and we are here to share our mindsets, elevate yours, and have some fun while achieving better versions of ourselves. It's your girls, Cassie and Amanda, and today's episode is about spirituality. We're going to talk to you a little bit about uh, our beliefs and what led us to be where we are today. Um, I definitely want to kick off today's episode and talking about spirituality and what it is for me and how it's helped me to literally be a better version of myself to this day. Yeah, man, so, so go ahead and tell us. Yes, girl. So my mom passed in June of 2018, and obviously losing a parent is a very hard thing to do so a lot of times I coped with smoking so I smoked bud um but I used to smoke bud before she passed anyways that was just kind of my thing I would do you sure did (laughs) yeah damn girl (laughs) (laughs) so it's not like it was you know anything unhealthy or to call me a stoner or you know any type of stereotypes like that but it was just it was just a part of my life. And I noticed that after losing my mom, I was smoking a lot. I was just suppressing my feelings. I wasn't really wanting to do much. I just kind of wanted to be able to relax because naturally I'm a high energy person. I am, I guess highly strong with just wanting to always have to go, go, go and do things and just be busy. But smoking allowed me to just relax and not have to feel so obligated to do a lot. Unfortunately, at the same time, it didn't really motivate me to do anything productive either. Yeah. So after my mom passed, my mom and I, we used to live together. And unfortunately, She was the one who primarily paid the rent. I primarily paid the utilities, but with the income I had, I couldn't sustain that. So I was very fortunate to have my cousin who was allowed, who was able to take me in and my dog because that was the hardest part, you know, with having Chewy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Not everyone is willing to take you and your dog. It's more like, we'll take you, but your dog and Sorry, we're a package deal. You can't get one without the other. Right. And it's hard. You know, some places don't even allow pets either. So and certain yeah. size pets and it's a whole. Exactly. A whole exactly. Thing. For those who don't know, Chewy is my 11 year old pit bull German Shepherd Rottweiler mix of a dog. So Chewy. he's a good <laughs> 70 pounds. Um, he's short, though. He's short like a pit bull. I always say that to reassure people that he's not this huge, crazy dog, but. No, no, um, no. Of course, just with the breeds he has mixed into him, that's not always easy to rent. So the place we did have that I was living at with my mom, we were very fortunate to get there. We said he was a pit bull and yellow lab mix. Everyone loves a lab. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So that that was able to help us out. But anyway, so lived with my cousin and, you know, I would literally just like go to work and just kind of smoke and suppress my feelings, go to work, smoke and suppress my feelings, you know. That's crazy. I really wish I would have known this when you were going through it. Not, I mean, I guess I probably couldn't have done anything anyway, but, Mm -hmm. you know, I definitely would have tried to be more there. No, I get it. 
Well, honestly, I didn't notice it to be an unhealthy thing. So, yeah, not until after looking back at it. Right. Because, you know, I've lived like that for a while. And it just was that I wasn't someone who would like face a whole blunt and just smoke the whole thing and then smoke a whole nother one and smoke a whole nother one and smoke. Like, I didn't do that. Yeah. I would just smoke to where I got that high and then I would just chill do whatever and then when I feel like it's faded out again then I would go back and do it again so but it wasn't like I needed it but it was just something I would consistently engage in I knew the difference of that but they reached a point where I felt such a mental fog where mentally I just couldn't be in a better place as in you know being motivated to do things or just finding more out of life I just kind of was on repeat if that makes sense it definitely does and it's it's you know it's hard to move on once you lose somebody and understand the concept that no matter what you're feeling and going through like life is still going on around you and trying to like pick yourself back up and throw yourself back into life Mm. is is very hard. It's not an easy thing to adjust to. And I can definitely relate in, you know, you know me, I don't, I don't smoke. Um, Mm -hmm. but I definitely did get into a pattern of just, you know, repeat of, you know, this is what I I have to wake up. I have to go to work. I have Mm -hmm. to come home, go to sleep, maybe eat and then wake up and do it all over again. And it was no, no extra drive, no doing anything. You know, it just was what it was. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, it's yeah. meeting the bare minimums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I, I can relate with you on that one for sure. Yeah. So I pretty much, I don't know what really was my full eye opener, like the exact moment. But I remembered that it was at some point after finally getting my place, my own place, I finally just reached the point of realizing that I got to figure something out. And I'm sure the pressure of having my own home was helpful because I have things to maintain here. It's not like I just pay someone to live with them type of thing, you know? Yeah. Is that when it clicked for you when you like snapped out of it is when you actually moved? Um, Not right after I moved. I've, I've lived by myself for quite some time. It probably wasn't until almost a year into living alone. Really? Yeah. I want to say it was closer towards a year. Not a full year, but like the fall before it was a year. So, um, yeah, I kind of was just like, yep, yeah, yeah, not really doing this anymore. I don't feel anything coming coming to me that makes life feel good or makes me feel like I have something going on because I really don't have anything going on. Yeah. It was really work and home. Uh, not to mention it's still working home, but I don't smoke, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you're you're in a better place, a better headspace. Than... Yes. So I I honestly wish I could remember the exact moment, but it was it must have been something on Instagram or like talking with Nat, but then crystals and you know crystals as in like quartz and tourmaline selenite things like that that have become of interest i cannot fully remember 
the exact moment, which kind of makes me a little sad. Like, gosh. <laughs> no, sometimes was, things like that just happen. You don't even realize it. So Yeah. And I remember it was at the beginning of, uh, I want to say, actually, you know what? I might have my timeline a little jacked up. Because I want to say that was at the beginning of 2020, 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, because I had to cut my condo in 2019, right? Someone agree with me? Yes, I think yes. so. Yes, December 2019, so yeah, I got my condo. Definitely before COVID, and it was, yeah. Crystals became a thing in January, February of 2020. And smoking became less of a thing in, Woo-hoo, I want to say, September of 2020. <laughs> So, yeah, it was actually the crystals came before um, I had quit smoking. But um, I would say it was a a good transition because I had something to believe in. Uh, It really started with Nat and I just going to this crystal shop. And we loaded up. Like, (laughs) we had the baby with us. We were just over here picking out crystals. And, um, you know, we're on our phones trying to look up what certain ones mean and you know, how they can protect you or guide you and contribute to your life and where to put them in your home. It was just, but it was nothing but good energy around it. Yeah, that's good. Nothing, like, it's like, okay, I'm spending my money on this stuff, but it's to bring me good. And it doesn't, you know, like, when you spend money on certain things, you're like, ooh, I probably shouldn't have bought that. (laughs) Yes, I definitely (laughs) know the feeling. It doesn't feel like that for me. I haven't and yeah, it's been a couple extra dollars and I've liked to on some crystals now. <laughs> but and even like with Sage and Palo Santo, it's just it, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's just a connection that I have that I can't put a lot of words to other than reassurance and the fact of things are gonna be all right, things are gonna be fine. Yeah. And it allows me to feel more at peace that's good and it's funny because there was a um definition i had looked up around spirituality and spirituality was pretty much like um one having their own beliefs that lead them to peace and something else i can't remember off the top of my head but literally i have developed so much more peace within my life within myself and I'm still continuing to grow. Don't get me wrong. It's not like, Oh, just put some crystals in my house and you good. You ain't got to <laughs> worry about anything. You automatically protected. Like, no, there's efforts that are made around it. But every day I speak to God and spirit. I've yet to figure out if God and spirit are the same person or same beings, I should say. But every day I express gratitude to the universe because look at where we are there's so much going on and to be someone to still have inner peace to some extent because yes sometimes people give me a little fired up I ain't gonna lie (laughs) still only human still learning the practice but I I really am grateful I don't even I just have such a I don't even know the words. I, I just feel so good around it. And I can't explain it, explain what exactly it does for me other than give me peace and just 
allow me to have a higher level of self-awareness as well, I pay attention to myself more. And that's a big thing, especially to be able to deal with other people, regardless if it's a romantic relationship or just um, at work or going grocery shopping. Like when you start to learn things about yourself, a lot doesn't affect you anymore. Yeah, that is true. And everybody needs that that one thing that kind of like helps, you know, feel like they're grounded and, and to have that like belief, you know? Exactly. Exactly. I've incorporated meditation. Um, I don't meditate as often as I'd like to, but uh, I am still working on that. Sometimes it's hard to remember that we're human and you must practice and practice and practice before you're really in line to where you want to be. Right. But... And I don't know if you'll ever truly be, like, fully aligned either, you know? Because then once you are, like, what else are you striving to achieve at that point? Well, do we always need to continue to strive to achieve something? Or once you're in full alignment, how about maintaining that success? Because there's always going to be outside challenges that could hinder you. Well, that's a good point. I would definitely say always, you know, continue achieving the success i wasn't thinking of it that way but that that is that always holds true because i was going to say i feel like it's human nature for you to always like strive like to be able to find that like whatever that goal or that thing is that you're trying to achieve Mm -hmm. um i feel like that's always you know your goals and things are always changing as you evolve and you know oh for sure i don't know if i believe that you ever truly like get to like just like a a plateau, I guess you would say. And mm-hmm. then like it just stays there because I feel like it is human nature to always end up finding a new goal or a new thing or something like that. But when you put it that way, though, of, you know, you might be at that goal, but you're still just trying to maintain that like level of um, success makes makes sense. Yeah, I've I've listened to different Um, podcasts and just reading I recently learned about the human design and still learning about it because there's so much to it I don't even fully understand it but I'm trying to learn about it what is the human design enlighten me um as I said I'm still learning or like the the human design is this uh like what do you mean by that it's like an aid in the sense of finding it's like an aid in understanding yourself and having a higher level of self-awareness. So it's kind of like a mix of like astrology and numerology and like, I think like metaphys- metaphysics, quantum physics. And um, it's just like a mix of different things where it talks about, it's like a, it's a body graph. Like you get this graph of different centers that relate to the chakras, but aren't necessarily chakras. And it kind of shows like areas based on your birth time um, and date and location, as in what areas you have that are defined, meaning that you're not highly influenced. Like you don't have like peer pressures that can truly affect you or outside um, pressures. And then you have areas that are undefined where they're or open where you can easily be influenced. I really can't go too far into depth, but. Um, I, if you just look up the human design and look at podcasts on the human design, you'll be able to pick up a lot of knowledge on it. I couldn't even 
people ask me to explain it all the time and I just can't explain it. <laughs> I know what it is, but I can't explain it. I don't have a good definition and I'm sure I could get a definition, but it's in someone else's word. So you might as well just look them up and get that from them because I'm not the one. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's good though. That's what I was looking for because you know me, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm not spiritual, but like mm-hmm. the whole like crystals and chakras, that's not something that I've necessarily tapped into yet in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't at this point in my life, I would say it's not something that like fully interests me. So when you say human design, I have no idea what that means, but you, <laughs> you explained it, you know, beautifully for, for what you so far know about it. The little bit I know. <laughs> <laughs> that little bit I got. Yeah, no, I'm over here just, I, and it's not only from the human design, but just from seeing the life my mom had lived and what she wasn't able to do and what she did do. And then pairing that with learning about deconditioning. My mom worked two jobs like all my life and barely went on any vacations. And that's not how I want to live. So that has allowed me to be more aware of myself as in what I'm doing. Granted, right now I I work a really shitty schedule. We're not going to lie about that. We all (laughs) know, everyone who knows me knows I have the worst freaking schedule ever. But I'm working on it. I'm so working. Not ideal. <laughs> right. But um, learning to decondition from just generational traditions and outside influences and what society puts upon us. When you learn to break away from those things and really follow yourself, what you truly want. Because I know there's been times like where I've been like, oh, I want to do this, but ooh, it really doesn't feel right because society says. Yeah. You know, it's learning with your self-awareness, learning how to go with your grain and not against your own grain. So spirituality has just allowed me to kind of tap in to myself and feel what I'm feeling and not be afraid to feel it. Yeah, that's so important too. That's something that, you know, I, I try to do myself Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, when people close to me are going through things, I feel like that's always the first thing that I say, actually, there's this girl I know who just lost her dad in kind of like a freak accident. Um, and I had reached out to her, um, because, you know, I know what it's like to lose a father as well. Um, and you know, we were talking and stuff and that's actually one thing that I said to her was don't be afraid to allow yourself to feel whatever it is that you're feeling, you know, so true, whether you're sad or angry or, you know laughing at like old memories or whatever the case is like don't be afraid Mm -hmm. to let yourself feel those feelings because I feel like that's something that I didn't do because I felt like I had to be strong for everybody else around me um Mm. and you know it's something that I'm still dealing with four years later so allowing yourself to feel those feelings is is so a big thing yeah big it's huge So what about you um, with your beliefs? Where do you stand? So for me now, I definitely can say that I do believe in God. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had asked me this maybe like seven years ago, probably wouldn't have gotten the same answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, me and my family, we grew up like going to church. I went to um, 
what was it like Sunday school and, and all that kind of stuff. But growing up and stuff, you just kind of you're not always like consistently going into it. For me anyway, I kind of like lost that faith, I guess you can say. Yeah. Um, but then going through everything with my dad definitely brought that back because I just I needed something to to believe in in a way. Um, but at first that was definitely hard for me because I didn't understand if this was God, like, why are you like doing this and like taking my dad away? Mm -hmm. Um, and after like reading up on some things and, you know, kind of trying to like be a little more in tune with the universe and, you know, all that kind of stuff, I started to realize that it actually wasn't God and it was the devil or at least that's what I believe. Um, and ever since then, I I don't know. I just, I do believe that there is something out there that's bigger than ourselves. Something that we'll never truly fully understand. For sure. Um, and so when you had mentioned that you're grateful every day that you wake up and things, that's not something that I was always grateful Um but it's not something that like I consciously thought about. Whereas now, like every day when I wake up, I definitely if I don't say it out loud, I say it in my head to myself, you know, like I'm grateful to be alive and healthy today. Um, yes. And just being more conscious about it. And it's not something that I had ever truly like thought about before. And you can just tell the like difference. I don't know. It's like it's hard to explain, but you just kind of like feel the difference like like within yourself, I guess. It's just true. being able to to appreciate what you have um because that's you know truly how you continue to keep the blessings going but you can't you can't really be happy in life or at least i believe you can't really be happy in life unless you can truly appreciate and you know you're grateful for the things that you currently have while still mm. striving for the things that you want and you know what you want to get to and where you want to be um it it all starts with understanding and, and appreciating where you are I agree with that I can relate in the sense of growing up with going to church um <laughs> I laugh because I remember I was in like fifth grade and I used to go to church with my aunt faithfully my mom had worked on the weekends and I would go to church with my aunt and my cousins yeah and as I've mentioned before I don't like to sit still I, I have to move <laughs> I have to go I probably have like ADHD or ADD or something like that. I've never been diagnosed, but sitting still is not my thing. And I'd have to go to church and sit still. And I would sit with the adults upstairs because at some point I stopped going to Sunday school. I didn't like going to Sunday school. I wanted to just sit upstairs with my aunt. Yeah. And I remember <laughs> one time I asked my mom, why can't I just go and sleep over at my friend's house on the weekend? I always have to go to church. <laughs> I was so upset, but eventually I got to have a choice, you know, whether if I was going to church or not. But it just for me, I couldn't connect with the church the way I felt like my family did. Yeah. Where they can remember scriptures and stuff from the Bible and maybe I have a memory issue. I don't know, but <laughs> I found it hard enough to remember anything from the bible and i remember i was in a play 
um, an Easter play and I got to be like a, a lamb or something. <laughs> and I Do was just. Pictures? We need pictures. <laughs> nope. There's no pictures. <laughs> Stage fright. Like I just felt like I had too many, too many memories of church that weren't so friendly. There was one, one time I passed out. What? <laughs> we all went to the front to pray. Oh God. And, you know, I stood there and I woke up on a pew and, you know, everyone's like all around like, oh, my gosh, you know, and my aunt's like, why did you stand still? And I'm like, because I was supposed to stand still. She's like, you're supposed to sway. Didn't you see everybody swaying? I'm like, they want you to stand still. You stand still. You're supposed to sway. Like, I can't win. (laughs) But even as an adult, I went back to church. Yeah. And... It was a church that my cousin was going to. And they were, like, they were more upbeat, more modern of, like, kind of, like, new age hip. Like, they had good music. Like, I felt like it was going to a concert every time I went to that church because when they would play songs, you know, they had, like, a live band and, like, the acoustics were great in there, you know, type of thing. Right. You got got to love those churches instead of, like, the old traditional ones. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Because I I go to sleep in a drop of a dime. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I would go and get the good word. I, I literally made efforts for when I wasn't working on Sundays. I would literally go to church. I went, you know, a few times. It wasn't a lot. I'm not going to act like it was a lot. But then it started to feel not really about, solely about getting the good word and living through Christ. But I felt like, you know, with the tithing and I know they were building a new church and so then I allowed that to distract me and feel like there was another motive going on yeah. of making sure they get money to build a new church. And I let that. And I know they have to prosper somehow to build a church. But right. for, for me, that took over everything. And I was like, I'm not going to church anymore, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. and just stopped going to church. But I never stopped believing in God because... I will forever believe that God is the creator of all (laughs) and that he is the highest power. So regardless if you're religious or if you're into spirituality um, or nothing, I mean, I guess it applies to everyone, but atheists, I believe God is not associated with anyone specifically, but to all of us, we all can relate to God regardless of where we stand. Yeah, I agree. You know, opinions are going to differ on that, but that's just how I feel. Um, I would never impose that or any of my feelings onto anyone else. Um, I like, I feel like a lot of my family is religious. Not a lot, but quite a bit of my family is religious. And I never looked at there being a difference in religion and spirituality. But now where I'm at in my life, I do see a difference. And I've had, you know, difference of opinions with family members around this and it's okay because I don't look at them any differently and I would hope they don't look at me any differently so you know I've I've busted out tarot cards before and talked about tarot cards and got addressed as me doing witchcraft and (laughs) (laughs) right so (laughs) I laugh now in the moment I was like really yeah really but I'm I'm more in alignment. I'm I'm closer to being in alignment, I feel like. 
so I didn't let it be be a case because it's really not worth it. But yeah, <laughs> well, just like okay, and religion and spirituality and stuff—it's always a touchy subject. Oh, um, for sure. You know, and some people are very strong in their beliefs, and to where it's kind of like if you don't believe what I do, then everything else is crazy. Exactly. Um, but you know, you always got to keep an open mind, and you know, I'm the same as you. I don't pass judgment on anybody for you know what they believe in, and mm-hmm. you know, it it's just it is what it is. And sometimes you know, you you just need something greater than yourself to kind of like keep you going. Absolutely. Um, and I think you know, that's something where we both can definitely relate. Um, we were in reasonably a different place after we, you know, suffered such huge loss in our life. And, mm-hmm. you know, that made us be more in tune with trying to really, like, keep going, I think is really what it comes down to. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we were both able to to do that, and it might slightly differ, but it's kind of the same concept, I guess you could say. Right. There's someone guiding us through. There's someone that we know is, like, I'll always say that I would not, I know that I have some type of spirit guides along with God that have allowed me to be where I am today because there's no way in hell moving out of an apartment in a week and a half after my mom dies and now owning my own condo and you know what I mean? It was just just... celebrate those big wins really quick. (laughs) Yes. It's exciting. Even my, my mental state where I could have just gone and done something crazy or hurt myself or, you know, anything extreme. I know that where I'm at, there's no way this is all just from my personal inner strength. And I'm not saying I'm weak because I'll be damned. I'm not weak. <laughs> but to have what I have and to be where I am, there has been support. And, yes, my family has supported me. You, my friends, y'all have supported me. Always. But there's a higher power that has just protected me from so, so much. And that I'm continually protected from. Because I see things happen around me. And I'm like, ooh, child. I could have got caught up in that, but I didn't, (laughs) you know? Right. But it's just a matter of knowing and believing. And if, like you said, with having faith, if you have faith, it's going to take you somewhere. Definitely will. And not being afraid either, because while we're having this conversation, I'm just thinking back to a few other friends of mine might, I think they already know now, but I'm sure when they started like, seeing things I would say about God and things it kind of like took them back because (laughs) there was a time where they would like go to church or something and I was like yeah I got this other thing to do so (laughs) yeah you didn't believe it I was like what (laughs) like see you guys later and you know I was just so but really what it breaks down to is it makes me so emotional, like just everything about church, even if it's like the fun ones, with like the good music and the vibes and everything. Like when it comes down to actually like what they talk about and things like me personally, I can't handle it and I don't like getting emotional. And so I kind of run from it instead Ooh. of allowing because you see all those people like just sit there and they just cry in church and stuff. And like, I just I can't be that person. I don't know why. <laughs> Scared to be vulnerable. 
yes I won't allow myself to do it and I think that's a huge reason why I just kind of always like looked the other way um and I remember there were a few times I went to church with my mom and dad when he was still here and it was hard for me to go but I did because I think it's something that like he needed to do and it's something that him and my mom started doing like every weekend Mm. and then after that like after everything had happened and he left and everything my mom wanted me to go to church with her and I just I couldn't bring myself to do it even though I was more in tune and like believing in stuff yeah I just I don't know I just couldn't go back to the same place that he had been in before too it was just too much especially because I don't like to be like you said vulnerable and crying Mm -hmm. and stuff and that just would have like as soon as we like walked in there I, I have been with her since um, good. <laughs> the first few times, well, even still, oh, who am I kidding? You know, I kind of just like walk in there and like I, I just want to just like start crying before even anybody says anything. And I'm like, oh see, this gosh. is just not, <laughs> this is not what we're about to do today. And then like but my you mom, should. Start you need crying. to just let it go. You need to just let it go. Did you not just make some statement about not being afraid? Is that where you started this off with? Because, uh, uh yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. So everyone listening, this is Cassie giving her advice on what she needs to do and what she's about to start doing when she goes to church. Just saying. Well, thanks for calling me out on that one. (laughs) They would have just pressed rewind anyway. So (laughs) I just helped them out and they didn't have to press the button. I just reminded y'all in case you forgot. See, that just goes to show that we are all still a work in progress, but at least I am aware (laughs) And I understand exactly. That's the important part. So I get a win (laughs) for being self-aware. We just we're just gonna need we're just gonna need you to follow up with us when you go to church and um, let us know how I felt to be vulnerable. That's all. I I I would just personally like a little follow up on that. That's all. You don't you don't have to tell the fans, but uh. (laughs) you got it. You'll get your update. Don't you worry. Yay! (laughs) I'll try. No, but I definitely get what you mean, though, with church having uh, just that that feeling of not so overwhelming sorrow, but yeah, you just get all all like teary eyed, <laughs> and I don't know if it's because there's usually like funerals in churches or what, I but just... I definitely understand what you mean of like church just brings out this this weakness in you that you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, but yeah. I don't know. I I would say that it never takes a specific location. For some, it enhances the faith. And for others, they don't necessarily need a particular place or there's like a little altar you set up at home or whatever the case may be. But regardless of who you believe in, continue to believe in who you believe. And don't let anybody tell you to do any different if it's working for you. And, you know, exactly. we all are here to have different opinions but to also collab with each other and make things better yes definitely don't ever let somebody make you feel weird for believing what you believe in or anything like that um so on that note guys thank you so much for listening today i hope that you guys were able to kind of maybe relate with one of us or if there's something that you guys you know came across or believe in um we definitely would love to hear about it because i'm always into learning new things for sure Um, or if you're like one of us who kind of started tapping into you know like a a bigger power a higher power after you lost somebody definitely you know write into us let us know 
Um, we would love to hear it. 